Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, and you are listening to The Afternoon Rush. It's January 18th, 2024, and I've got important and exciting news to you. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are celebrating the Quinceanera. That's right, the 15th year alive for a great boy named Boone, our long-haired basset hound. Now, I know you're saying only only young women can uh, can uh, celebrate quinceaneras. Uh, no, no. They also work for dogs, and it is a 15-year-old basset boy who's going to get a very nice pup treat today. Uh, I have to say, there is nothing more satisfying than uh, enjoying the love of a senior dog, and there is no more lovable dog than a basset hound, even if, even if that dog may have dropped some steam on my mother-in-law's leg yesterday. We still love him. He's still a good boy. Uh, The Patreon comment section is all wishing Boone well. We've got a lot of love out there for our beautiful boy. He's doing good. His hips don't work that well. But as you know, we have a doggy stroller. He pops his head out and he sort of sniffs his way around in the doggy stroller. And he's still a happy, uh, very functioning good boy. Uh, This Saturday, he moves into his first home with a full backyard that's real grass. That's right. Even though it snowed five inches in Nashville and there's no actual grass because it's hidden beneath the snow, that's okay. He's going to have a, a, you know, he's going to, he's retiring. This is Boone's retirement party for all wondering. And if you're new to the channel, you might be like, what is this, a dog podcast? Well, it very much could become one. It very much could become just a dog podcast. I will say the one thing our dog has liked about this snow is that he's walked on some of the salt, you know, they, they spread out there on the streets and I catch him licking his paws like he's eating chicken wings. So very happy for our senior and very wise dog, Boone the Basset Hound. And in other news, yesterday was supposed to be the deposition of Jane Doe by Woodnick Law, Clayton Eckers Law Firm. Uh, we don't know if that deposition happened. My thought yesterday was no news is good news. We're not hearing from them. That's good news. My thought today, still not knowing, is that that's not good news. But what this will mean is there'll be some sort of report either way. Either she attended the deposition and then we find out because she was there, or she didn't attend, in which case I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what happens if you don't attend a deposition you're supposed to attend. But I will tell you this. As we, and again, I just, you you guys are getting this information first here, but as we are covered the Clayton Eckerd paternity trial, we noticed a few days ago, maybe yesterday, that a trial date has been set for February 27th, 2024 at 4 p.m., which by the way, what what are they going to do? Squeeze in a trial at 4 p.m.? Block off the whole week. What are we trying to do here? So I'm going to put this in my calendar right now. That's a Tuesday. So this is going to be a transformation 
Traditional Tuesday, February 27th. That's our Super Bowl, folks. That's the day this thing goes to trial. My guess is it'll be public. Maybe one of you guys who lives in Maricopa County could be a court, or I should say a journalist for us, maybe an on uh, you know, on-site journalist, we could maybe live stream you into the channel. Wouldn't that be fun? How about we? How about we work on that? I'll do this. I will. Um, you know, someone get me a good internet connection. We'll live stream, and then maybe when, while it's appropriate, I'm not saying anything illegal. Maybe at the evidentiary hearing. Uh, as it ends, the reporter could then dial into us and let us know what was said. Wouldn't this be fun? I think we could raise the funds needed. Uh, th- that counts as a tax write-off now that we're all journalists here, right, folks? Um, anyway, people are flying in with love saying they want a dog podcast. Okay, well, I will give you the rough news, as it were. <laughs> Should that be? You know, there's too many podcasts out there. I'm guessing there is already a rough news spelled R-U-F-F. Let's do this. Rough news podcast. And let's let's see. I'm just going to search right now to see if that exists. Um, you know, you just, you just can't have an original talk. Oh, they have one called Rough Talk. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming that is a dog-based podcast, Rough talk. Uh, Bow wow, yippee yow. Okay, so uh, the Clayton story continues. Uh, So what does this mean, that there's an evidentiary hearing and a trial date set? Well, what this could mean is that that the judge actually, actually dismissed the petitioner, a.k.a. Jane Doe, uh, their motion to dismiss this case. As we know, Jane Doe has said, I would like to dismiss the case because I'm no longer pregnant, which is really akin to the kid who doesn't get his way taking the kickball home with him. I, I don't want to play anymore. I'm to, and, just take, and everyone's like, hey, dude, way, way to not be cool. It's like, hey, Jane Doe, I thought we were having fun. I thought we were trying to find out the truth. Come on, don't take the kickball home. And it looks like the judge may be siding with Clay Clayton here that, hey, you know what? Let's see how this all plays out. Again, there is nothing in the court system that says that the judge denied uh, petitioner's motions, but why would the judge set an evidentiary date hearing for February 27th? It will be, if it goes to trial, a bench trial. A bench trial refers to the type of trial that does not involve a jury, but is conducted by the judge alone. I've heard from many people, many people have told me that this is an excellent judge. So my guess is whatever the judge decides will be about as fair as possible. That's my guess. So we'll have to see how this all plays out. And, you know, again, for those wondering, like, why is this a big deal? May I remind you that this is a fake, possibly paternity, allegedly, scandal involving a member of Bachelor Nation. Guys, this is as interesting a story as can be, okay? Now, look, I'm going to get into, speaking of other interesting stories, I've got Kanye West. Let's jump right into it. Kanye West filmed a 40-minute apology video, and it, of course, is set to drop ahead of album. Okay, convenient, Kanye. Kanye West already tried apologizing for his rabid anti-Semitism, but it seems he feels he didn't stick the landing because he recently did another one, which was much longer. Now, I'm the first to tell you this. I say, I've said this about Jane Doe. I'm going to say this about Kanye West. Mental health issues are real. They exist out there. And there clearly is something to the genius of Kanye West that is not right. And is that, I mean, he's talked about, you know, getting his meds right and this and that. Of course, he's burnt all the bridges with the Kardashians, his, his the, you know, the, the white, the, his ex-wife, you know, Kim and all that. So clearly there's something wrong here. I tell you this, 
as a adult human with what I believe to be a functioning IQ level, I don't uh, care what he thinks and what apologies he wants to make. He's clearly volatile and he's also a good musician slash producer. Uh, those two things are both true. Like he, he, you know, whether he actually feels the way he does and is actually anti-Semitic, I don't know. That's not my place to judge, but I will say it's not like he is the most rational person out there. And by all means, that's not me apologizing for him. I just hope with the help of the right people, he's able to sort of figure it all out. All right, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, the controversial rapper got some camera guys together to shoot a lengthy apology video several weeks ago, and we're told it ended up running about 40 minutes with Ye talking straight to the camera. We're told in no such terms he was rambling, and at times it was impossible to decode what he was saying. Well, that sounds about right. Uh, uh, one more thing about his apology. Our sources say whatever was shot is supposed to be released sometime ahead of his new album, Vultures, which is scheduled to drop February 9th. This after several delays dating back to late last year. So again, whether or not uh, he actually means his apology, or he's, who knows, and from for my my opinion is who cares? All right, I've got Lavar Burton in the news. I think we can all celebrate Lavar Burton. Uh, he's uh, got an interesting story. We'll get to right after a word from our sponsors. All right, anybody who's a millennial probably knows Lavar Burton, right? Well, he's learning that he's a uh, part white with DNA test and has a Confederate ancestor. Is this important news? Probably not. But, you know, it, I do think it's interesting uh, when they do these Finding Your Roots PBS shows. I mean, it just goes to show our country is really a melting pot. And um, most people, including myself, don't know. Like, I can't I can't trace my lineage back more than my great-grandfather. You know, they, I don't know. They're from the Ir Cork County, Ireland. Shout out to everyone in Cork. I know we have some listeners out there. Uh, but here, anyway, is LeVar Burton finding out his family tree. And of course, as you know, he is the Reading Rainbow guy. Reading Rainbow, I can't find anything. Whatever, however it goes. Anyway, here's his family tree dating back centuries. But there's one more thing I want to share with you. <sighs> Would you please turn the page? Okay. <laughs> wow. That's him. You are looking at your great-great-grandfather. James Henry Dixon. It's difficult to make out, but that's, that is your biological great-great-grandfather. Now, I'd have fought you five <laughs> minutes ago if you told me that I had a white great-great-grandfather. You do. You can fight me, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't nothing you can do about it. As you guys know, there's been celebrities in the past that find out, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I, was it Ben Affleck? I, I can't remember who it was. But uh, sometimes they find out, oh, yeah, your great-great-grandfather was a slave one. And they go, Jesus Christ, like, oh, my gosh. But it's like, look, I think these things are important, you know. We, we always try to, like, whitewash history. We just had the other day Nikki Haley said, oh, our country was never racist. And it's like, well, come on. I mean, our country was segregated for the majority of our country's existence. We have to at least acknowledge where our country comes from to acknowledge and, and, and appreciate where we want to go. So very interesting to have LeVar Burton find out that his great-great-grandfather was a white man. What? Kunta! Kunta. Got white ancestry! <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. Come on now, Skip. You know, you took 
two DNA tests. The two major commercial DNA tests almost never have tested an African-American who was 100% Sub-Saharan African. Wow. We all have white ancestors. But this is close. That's right, but this is close, and by name. <sighs> yeah, I mean, to have your great-great-grandfather, that's like, again, I mean, that's not that far away, but like, I don't know, I don't even know my great-grandfather's name. I barely know my grandfather's name. I wish I knew more of my history. My father, who I didn't know, never met till I was 19 years old, he was adopted. So I have no idea where he comes from. It's it's one of those things, uh, I feel like family trees, until you start, start looking, um, there is, like, you don't, you almost don't know what you don't know. And I think that's important to acknowledge. Like, you don't even know what you don't know. Like, I'd love to know more about myself. I've never taken one of those DNA tests, though. And that's mainly because, you know, they, they want to sell your uh, DNA and your genetic information to, like, big pharma. And I'm not trying to sound like a uh, tinfoil hat guy. That's just true. But this show, Finding Your Roots, I find so fascinating. LeVar's great-great-grandfather died in 1906. Our research shows that he had at least nine children and more than 40 grandchildren. By the way, people are asking who he was. He's the guy from Reading Rainbow. He was on Star Trek. Come on, it's LeVar Burton. The, you know what I mean? Come on, folks. You don't know this guy? Meaning that LeVar has an extensive network of white cousins whose roots stretch back centuries in the American South. This is insanely surprising. Mm -hmm. I, I mean... How does it make you feel? You know what's funny is my sister would always tell people she's 100% Irish. And the one thing we know is that we're not 100% Irish. But my sister knows that's not true. And she she refuses to believe it. And I'm like, why do you care? No offense to the Irish. It's not like, I mean, short, like it, it'd almost be like an Italian guy finding out that his dad's Portuguese. It's like, it, it changes your whole identity. Oh, I thought I was Italian. My family's from Rome. And it's like, no, they're not. You're from the Azores. Chill out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's interesting. Thing, to say the very least. I do think, I will say this, I do think in society, um, there's been sort of the pendulum has swung from uh, pride from where you come from to, you know, um, I don't know, like, like you, you get to be able to say like, oh, we don't, we don't see color, we don't see uh, divert, you know, like we, we try to make, we, we almost try to make it as though uh, we're all the same and we are, we're all equal, but we're all different. Like we all come from different places. We all have grandparents that uh, came and most Im immigrated. Uh, and then, you know, some people have natives like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. All right. But the point is, is like, th th these are all things that exist. And, and sometimes I feel like a loony, a loony when, when some people don't want to discuss that because in, in, you know, in some cases, maybe it was weaponized in the past, but I think it's important uh, to know your roots. I think, you know, when you know your roots, you can know the struggle of your ancestors. And I think also, haven't they done research that your DNA um, in some ways is coded based on what's happened to your ancestors? Again, this might not be like factual, but they have done the research where, you know, why, like, why are people scared of spiders? Well, maybe spiders or, you know, or whatever. How come you act this way? Well, maybe because of the potato famine, you know, like you don't know how far down the line things from the past, not just your past, but your ancestors past affect you. And, you know, on this channel, we talk a lot about, um, you know, our inner child and things like that and how we're affected and sometimes wounded by projections from our parents, limitations from society. These things stick with us. And as I've always said, and it's not a quote that I wrote, uh, sunlight's the greatest disinfectant, but when you know 
And when you can find the blueprint for why your brain acts the way it does, why you react the way you do, why you get hostile or aggressive or angry or bitter or sad or happy, why all those things happen, you can add more of the good into your life and subtract all of the negative based on knowing the formula for how we tick. And, you know, that's something I've, I've spent a lot of time looking at because, you know, I used to get very irritated right before stand-up shows and sometimes I would pick fights with my like wife and you know just like I would I would get very anxious and I didn't realize what that was. Well, that's nerves, folks. I was nervous. I was trying to I was manic and I, and I've had to learn how to counteract that and and not have an energy drink because that's just going to make it even worse. You know, I've had to learn not to, you know, not to do certain things in certain situations to better control my limbic system. And I think knowing your roots and finding your roots kind of is a similar idea where you're just trying to learn about where you come from. So I know some people said they don't know who LeVar Burton is. Some people do. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I, guess, I guess I just come from a very niche sliver of the generation where reading Rainbow was a big deal growing up. Okay, what do we got in other news here? Let's see. Uh, by the way, news in my life, I'm actually running to my uh, house uh, closing papers signing, uh, which is very exciting. Never owned a home before. Kind of a big sort of American dream to finally have property. And boy, the hell do they make it hard in today's world. I mean, our interest rate sucks. Um, the, the home price was probably half the price it was three years ago. But either way, we got our foot in the door and that's going to go down. Um, of course, I'm going to take you guys along the path and in, in the ride with all of that as it happens. But uh, very exciting. Uh, and I'm going to share it all with you guys tomorrow, how it goes down. We don't move until Saturday, but again, we'll have more information on that later. And again, the Clayton story, there'll be more information on that. Trust me, that story's not going anywhere. We'll be back right after a quick word from our sponsor. All right, Super Bowl's coming up. No, not the Clayton Eckert paternity scandal. That is the 27th of February, but the real Super Bowl. And we've got Reba McIntyre tapped to sing the national anthem and Post Malone singing America the Beautiful. Uh, do I have that right? I think I do. Yeah, and again, you might remember Chris Stapleton performing, bringing the house down with his performance of the national anthem. Let's go back to that last year where Chris Stapleton absolutely destroyed it. Here it is. And you see by the dawn's early light, oh, so proudly we hailed at the twilight. So clearly the Super Bowl knows uh, their market is in the South as they go from Chris Stapleton, by the way, Tennessee whiskey. Whew, boy, I saw him at Coachella years ago before he was famous. And I was like, who is this bearded God? And, uh, and anyway, comments coming in from our Patreon about the Azores, as I mentioned earlier. The Azores are amazing in a DNA trip because it was a stopping spot for everyone. Pirates, governments, anyone on that transatlantic route. Speaking of pirates. Uh, yeah, my hometown of Newport, Rhode Island was actually home to Blackbeard at one time. Azores uh, says St. Dodo was the main gas station of a transatlantic routes. Uh, the more you know. How's that for some reading rainbow for you guys? So, yes, we're very excited for Post Malone and Reba McIntyre. Although, I got to tell you, Reba McIntyre, the way she talks, 
drives me nuts. She talks like she's got a mint in her. She's always just like, well, and I, I can't do impressions here, but uh, what is she from Oklahoma? It's like, oh. she, uh, hey, oh, Boone's barking. You guys heard that? We got a 15 year old barking in the background. He's like, where's my pup treat, bitch? Come on, Dave, get me fed. I'm, it's my birthday. It's my kin Sierra. Talk to us, Boone. Hold on. Let's see if we can get him to join us. Oh, 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 oh. He's going to bark. Oh, oh. Okay, he won't bark. He won't bark when I make him. He'll just bark when I don't want him to. All right. Anyway, um, what we got... Oh, final news today. Congratulations to Claire Crowley, bachelorette, for uh, giving birth via surrogate to her baby daughter. Uh, she's got the uh, name has been revealed. Rowan Lily Dawkins. I don't know, Rowan. I mean, is that a is that a gender-neutral name, Rowan? We know uh, some Rowans. Tasha says yes. Uh, by the way, we have revealed our baby's name. You can go on Patreon to get to that. I'm just kidding. We have. To, <laughs> I'm going to sell our baby's name. If you join the Patreon at the highest tier, uh, we will include your name in the middle name of the baby. We're, is there a character limit? We'll just do uh, any new Patreon members. Uh, we will now have a NASCAR logo um, uh, blanket. Wait, that's actually a really good idea, by the way. Let's make a blanket that it puts everyone's name on it, like um, they donated to uh, you know the school's uh, alumni association or something. All right. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, in other news, uh, Sarah Heron, uh, after the loss of her baby Oliver last year, which was a very tragic story, uh, has revealed she's pregnant with twins. Twin A, twin B is what she's calling them. And you could say she is twinning. All right, folks, we did it. We made it to the end. So anyways, there will be news. My guess is by tomorrow morning's pot. Oh, there he is. He's barking. That's the Kinsiera. Boone. Yep, that's right. Boone the Basset, the old wolf that looks more like a stuffed animal. He couldn't, ki- you know, he couldn't kill a um, a dead muffin. <laughs> he really is just a useless dog. He's the adorable wolf that uh, that uh, couldn't hunt, but they kept him around for camaraderie. That's Boone the Basset hound. Either way, uh, my guess is tomorrow morning we'll have way more news on the podcast. If not there, I for sure will get you that information as soon as available on the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal for all that information. Hey guys, I got to go. It's time for me to buy a home. Thank you so much for all of your support. I literally couldn't do this without you. And we'll be back later with another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Come <laughs> on.